1: Five days along, uh, you know, between these valleys here and we'll be back in Scarborough.
4: Who sleeps in pajamas covered in bells?
1: I want it to be in the latest fashion in Waddee. You're short, you will be tousled. Well, Jack, you know I'm not always the best for remembering things.
4: Every limb,
0: so cold. Some more of that bland stew. You've done some pretty great and incredible things. Really do have to say
5: thanks. I always feel comfortable long resting in it.
0: Nothing can get in. You look fine, aren't you worn out?
4: Ja- Jack, Jack? What
1: the hell's going on?
4: Jack! Shut up, (laughs) Marie.
1: (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) Alistair.
2: Oh, Alistair. Shut the hell up, Alistair. This is serious.
5: Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 61, Table Talk.
3: MVP this week is Scotty, as nominated by Sweet Marie. Sweet Marie says, Scotty, I can always count on you to be silly and goofy with me. It's safe to say you leave me in stitches when you're in the thread.
5: Well done, Scotty. Thanks, Scotty. All
3: right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's play some D&D. Woo! We're going to change the way we long rest, guys. What? That's right. Starting at level 10, we are going to use a variant of the long rest where its benefit is only felt while in something we're going to call a safe haven.
1: (laughs) Aha. A
3: safe haven is an environment where your PCs can rest assured that they don't need to be on their guard. So towns, fortifications, guarded villas, these are all good. Ruins, huts, camps in the wilderness, not good. Three criteria have to apply here. At a minimum, these three criteria have to apply for a spot to be considered a safe haven. It has to have safety, so you cannot be keeping watch, basically. It has to have shelter, so in an actual solid-ass building, and comfort, beds, furniture, that kind of stuff. It's not just about physical safety, it's about psychological safety as well. So good rule of thumb going forward is if you are considering setting up a guard shift or taking turns on watch, you are not in a safe haven. I'm going to do my best to outline when these spaces are available to your characters and to not undermine their safety. So they're going to be like sacrosanct we can talk about the possibility of converting an unsafe space to a safe space as the option arises in the story and i was thinking about the hamper at house being the best example that i can think of where it was initially a ruined villa full of imps and then you guys spent a considerable effort clearing it out staffing it making repairs that kind of stuff but typically these are already going to be extant places in the world so why are we making this change? There's wow. a couple of reasons. Wow, you guys, that's
4: why. First of
3: all, the D&D adventuring day is supposed to be comprised of multiple combats. And that is going to become more and more difficult to shoehorn in as you guys gain levels. I don't want to artificially inflate the amount of combats you're going to be in just to make your powers level with the combats does that make sense yeah Mm -hmm.
1: so in other words yeah you're going to Punish us for just being who we are. No, I'm
4: kidding. That's right. For
3: being too cool and too strong. I'm not going to create unnecessary challenges to bloat the game just to make things at an appropriate level for you guys. Exactly.
1: So in other words, make it a little bit more difficult for us to do a total regain of everything. Exactly. In place of creating more artificial combats to bring us down. Which makes a lot more sense to me. And I'd also argue to the
5: benefit of more interesting role-playing. Games. Guys, yeah.
3: listen,
1: though. Let's not forget, we're here to have fun, all right? We That's are That's the to number have fun. one thing.
3: What? Speaking of which... No. <laughs> speaking
1: of French, we're speaking here to have French. Speaking of which, should oh.
3: we have some fun playing d Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Heck yeah.
3: The late evening sun barely skims the top of the gray peaks. The high foothills are a seemingly desolate place, empty save for five tiny figures that labor to climb and descend a rocky slope. Our four heroes, plus one rock gnome companion, are battle-weary from deadstone cleft, and though victorious, they are not unscathed from their trial. The dark valley below them is furnished with a wintry mountain stream and a few conifers for shelter. Perhaps the last opportunity to take a long rest for a very long time.
2: I'm tired.
1: Doran likes this on the ground. He's going to take a long rest. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> <laughs> Presumption. I was waiting so long to do that.
4: Red, I assumed you were tired because you'd pulled out that like pointy sleep cap and you'd put on a little straight pajamas. <laughs> I
1: wanted to be in the latest fashion and
5: wanted. Dee, Red winks Jack.
4: It's covered in bells. Who sleeps in pajamas covered in bells? Style at the time.
3: Whereabouts are we exactly? You guys just left Deadstone Cleft, like, around midday, pretty much. And you've been traveling towards Scarborough, Doran's hometown. Ugh. It's going to be a couple days travel, at least.
5: So, Doran, uh, how far to Scarborough? Well,
1: and Doran looks up at the, the mountain peak and with the sun shining over it. And he sort of sticks up his thumb. <laughs> and he kind of puts his oh. closes one eye and then he brings his arm around and he puts his thumb up and closes one eye against another mountaintop he says Joe how many days did you say three?
3: <laughs> he goes,
4: God to tell me how far Right
3: on my campaign You calendar? just said it Get there in five days
1: He's like Yeah it's about a either a day and a half or five
3: <laughs> oh. I mean hold on one second And Alistair Noggins is standing right behind you Doran and he's I mean he's been Myron this whole time
1: Oh, yeah, five days.
3: He's like, oh, you're you're peeking at the peaks, right? Yeah. I've heard about this. This is a dwarf thing. I never really got it. I think it's a difference in thumb size. He's trying out his it's own. It's
0: a Doran thing. It's the ratio of height to arm length, maybe.
1: I- Doran, like, chuckles. He kind of tossles the, the gnome's ha- hair or hat, whatever they got on their head. You know, <laughs> both. <laughs> kind of does the thing.
0: You're short. You will be tossed.
3: It's a hairy hat. That.
1: <laughs> you're kind of a you're kind of a funny little thing, aren't you? And he and he puts his thumb up. Yeah, no. Five days. Sorry, it was i was looking at the wrong one. And he's kind of switching his hands back and forth. Five days along uh, you know, between these valleys here and we'll be back in Scarborough, where I uh where I kinda grew up. Hmm. I gotta say it's been uh quite a long time since I've been back, actually. Feeling excited? Or nervous? Hungry? Sleepy? Yeah. <laughs> it says, oh, I feel like I've been daydreaming for the last You know, a little while here.
4: Yeah, Doran like leans over and he like knocks the side of his head and a bunch more like sand pours out from the quicksand. Like it's all just filled his ears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. yes. Can you imagine
0: that beard though?
4: It's like when you shake out clean chain mail and you have to shake it in sand. I wonder if you
0: could like knock on it and it would
5: ring like the It's like my favorite drink, blood and sand.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no. Mari's been like sort of walking behind them. She doesn't really trust this Noggins guy so she's kind of walking behind neither do I yeah
5: Red says as he sees you hanging back he just kind of like tells your body language neither do I
3: Mari says nothing and Red says neither do I hey I
5: have a plus seven insight (laughs) (laughs) I know Mari
3: Um,
4: and uh
5: you know I gotta say guys I'm tired like beat but my mind is
2: racing
4: yeah
5: Red kind of walks to the waterfront and like I don't know skips some stones into it
3: yeah, I mean, you guys got that cool uh, conch thing earlier. That that looks cool. Don't touch it. Uh, you can at least let a gnome let see it. No. All right, fine. He throws a rock into the...
2: No, I'm throwing rocks. Go away. Go over there. <laughs> <laughs> he,
3: he walks six feet away from you and picks up a rock and then just looks... Not that one. I like that one.
1: <laughs> Doran joins you down at the water, and he's walking down. He's counting on his fingers and as he walks down, and he says, You know... Just doing the math here, I'm pretty sure. It's been about uh, 20, 28 years since I've been back home. Holy moly. Can you believe that?
4: so different from the last... Dorian, how old are you? Uh,
1: Dorian's 108, and he left... It's 1492. Uh-huh. He left to go off to war in it's 1464. It's 1493, so... Oh, 29 years. Ago. I don't even know
0: what year it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been warring this whole time.
0: Well, he lost a year or two after
1: the war. Year
3: of the Hunter's Return. Ominous. Yeah. ominous <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's been a long time since I've been home. I gotta say, I I am a bit a bit nervous about seeing familiar faces that may not be so familiar anymore.
2: Uh, don't be nervous, Doran. You know, uh, I'm sure you're gonna have a hero's
0: welcome.
5: Uh, remember what Jack said? Red light turns to Jack. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the things that I said about dwarves and... Uh, but he no. said you'd be a, have a
5: hero's welcome coming back. He said that you're a hero. No. Yeah. Uh,
0: you've, you've, done some pretty, no. you've done some pretty great and incredible things. You're wearing the trophies of your people. It's going to be... Jack, you know. you're too kind. You can kill
4: anything. Yeah.
5: see, Orcsplitter's got it right.
4: She still sort of looks at the weird little guy. <laughs> and she's like, I don't or. still think this guy's weird.
1: <laughs> hey, don't touch our stones. Don't kind of... Looks around and continues to walk. You know, in the direction of where we're going. I don't know. In order to have a hero's welcome, you have to know where we're coming, and and not only that, you know, Jack. You know how they say, like, sometimes you can be renowned outside of your own town, but then you go home, and the people they they don't they don't see you like others do. I mean, they they know you from where you when you were young, and it's not it's not the same. They they definitely
0: are going to all know you as Doran. Yeah. And the the Doran I know, and I've, it's only been a couple of months, but you're remarkable, you're steadfast, you're there for people. Despite any mistakes, you're, you're coming back to make things right. I think you've, you know, you're not going there alone.
4: Yeah, you've...
1: I think Doran just kind of continues walking in silence for a bit.
5: And, you know,
0: there's a chance that... Uh-
5: they might even know you're coming, Doran. Like, we, we ran into your cousin on the road. Maybe he sent word back. You know, hey, maybe, maybe they're cooking dinner right now. Some more of that bland stew. Getting it warm and, well, not warm. I guess just, like, lukewarm and ready for you. They're getting it real authentic, though.
4: Yeah. Mari, like, looks over at Jack and holds up, like, a little satchel of salt and herbs. <laughs> and just, like, winks. <laughs>
5: <laughs> cool. Well, you know, this is going oh. good a place as any if we want to set up camp.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's next for you, Alistair, once we get you to civilization?
3: Well, I mean, I was hoping you guys would take me to Loudwater, but...
0: Uh, We've already talked about this.
5: You're coming with us to Scarborough, and then we'll take you to Loudwater.
3: I know.
4: He's coming with us whole time? Oh, God. Yes. I don't... <laughs> You trust
3: him?
5: And he's your traveling companion, Mari. <laughs> no!
3: <laughs> he takes your hand in his and looks way, way up at you with his little rock nome eyes.
5: You drew the
1: small rock.
0: We can take turns every day. Somebody can else can be assigned noggin's to you. <laughs> he, No. He's your rooming mate. <laughs>
3: Red said that you you would sleep with me tonight. And <laughs>
0: I told I
5: told him to not let go of your hand, Mari.
4: I told him. Her hand gets wet and then immediately gets covered in ice. She like completely freezes all the water on her hand. She's like, "Sorry, I'm very yeah. just just every limb so cold."
3: Oh, <laughs> may- maybe maybe the furry one then instead.
5: It's like that scene in Jurassic Park where he's like, uh, "She said I should ride with you because it'll be good for you."
0: <laughs> That's like the no, Exactly.
2: exactly. Anyway,
1: I'm gonna go get some wood. And build a fire sure we'll pop up the tent yeah
0: yeah let's let's get a, a a safe space for us and and figure out what dinner is and jack will start doing his ritual to draw the circle around the space and, and make it protected
5: yeah red walks off and he heads to the edge of the river kind of nudges over uh allister in a nice way in like a brotherly way And he pulls out his bow, and he just sort of stands there for a second, and then an arrow sinks into the water, and a fish is speared. Mm, And he walks over and grabs it and says, I've got a, I don't know, salmon or something. It's like a crab. It's like very clearly (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) Uh.
4: It's clearly a pike. Well, they're both pink. That sounds about right. (laughs) This is pink.
5: I'm colorblind. Oh, Oh, no. He says to Noggins.
4: Mari's looking around in the bushes for, like, edible plants. She's kind of aware of the fact that, like, no matter what she finds, Red will just eat it, and it could be, like, <laughs> like edible only in the sense that it does not kill him. But even yeah. then, she's not entirely sure.
5: Bark. Hey, that's how you get a strong gut. You gotta eat the weird stuff. Then you get poison resistance like Doran. Well, that's what he told me.
3: Every mushroom is edible once. <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs>
3: Noggins is, like, beside you, Murray. He's lifting up rocks and and looking for wriggling things underneath and holding them up to you, like, what about this one? <laughs> I don't think
4: that's, uh... Actually, you know what? Bring it to red. See if you'll eat it. What is it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm. Oh, that was a juicy one.
4: <laughs> I could get behind that. What was it? I mean, it was some sort of grub. Nice. All right. Again, cool. he'll just eat anything. And uh, it's mostly amusing now. She is, she is just amused by <laughs> During
1: while he's out looking for wood and chopping down little tinder here and there, he sort of does a rough scouting of the area just to see kind of how off the beaten path they are, what kind of surroundings. I'm hoping this is going to be like a fairly quiet area where they can really feel comfortable in their body and mind when they rest great <laughs> he's so thoughtful
0: I mean it's it's challenging knowing that those barbarians who like wear people on their belts you know are from all around this area right mm-hmm. yeah
4: yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel good here is that Rob or Jack speaking i I mean it could
0: it, it Jack would speak in a heartbeat about those barbarians at the drop of a hat you want to talk about blue Bear tribe he's mumbling to himself half the time anyways he's got no internal filter Did you
3: say blueberry tribe
0: i i'm excited to get behind some some solid dwarven walls when we get there because i i wouldn't want to run into more of them
1: yeah i don't know looks pretty pretty calm around here i don't think we have anything to worry about
4: i think god will be kind to us today Today, <laughs> just but only for this once.
0: They're your mountains, though I guess you haven't been here in 30 years, but I, I hope you're right.
5: Red walks over to Mari and he's like, hey, that dusty prison that you had, did you ever attune to it? What is it?
3: Um, Mari, did you attune to that stone? I i was. Uh, I have a note
4: here saying attuning. <laughs> so yes.
3: <laughs> you have a... Um, attuning for it. You have a, a progress bar in the bottom of your character sheet that's like one tiny instant from being filled in and boop! now you've done it oh,
4: oh it's minty <laughs> here we are she goes yeah yeah and she pulls out her grabs her pack and digs around in it it's just just so much random stuff all these random little like weird leather satchels and bits of rock and like everything's like a little damp and she pulls out this rock
3: this is an Iun stone or a yun stone there's a lot of an vowels stone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mari when
3: you use an action to toss the stone in the air it will orbit your head at a distance of a couple feet and it confers a benefit to you so while this stone is active it's going to be like hovering around your head like it's a, a planet and like your head's a planet and it's a little satellite
4: um, <laughs> that's all it does. It's just a beautiful decoration.
3: Another creature can try to steal it from you while it's orbiting your head. Red, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> By, uh, <laughs> like, jumping up and grabbing it or netting it with something. So Yeah,
5: Red's, like, pawing at it like a cat, just, like, a little bit. He's like, ah, oh, mm. it's passing me. Oh, oh,
3: oh. And this stone, being that it is a dusty pink color, is actually a stone of protection. You gain a Ooh. plus one bonus to your AC while it is orbiting your head. Very nice.
1: Nice! Yeah. That's very beneficial. Plus one only? <laughs> Just kidding. Wow! Only plus one? <laughs> Fuck That's this. huge! You in the mouth. Wow, that's so great! Thank you for that. <laughs> that helps our party. Who said it's for the party?
4: Yeah, so she uh, she throws it up in the air and it spins around and she can feel this sort of warmth settle in and sort of understands that it's a, it's a stone of protection and... She's like, go on, hit me. Don't actually hit me. Um, <laughs> Red like jabs
5: and then pulls back. Okay.
4: Yeah, and it's like, and then yeah, she she sort of snatches it back and sticks in her pocket for now because she looks over at Alistair Noggin's. Alistair, I keep calling him Esther Noggin, and so just don't uh, call him late for dinner. Uh, <laughs> still yes. isn't really feeling, isn't sure how to feel about him, but isn't sure if he's like watching or not. But she doesn't feel comfortable with this thing he's in. doing
3: a bad job of seeming not interested in what you're talking about doing
4: right now. <laughs> yeah he's you know bored. how like a
3: kid is trying to ignore you but also trying to listen at the same time it's that that's just me
4: at work mm-hmm. eavesdropping on my coworkers.
3: he's like hmm, looking really hard into the stream at nothing
4: yeah <laughs> To distract him, Mari makes a little tiny waves on the on the stream, just freeze over all of a sudden to see if that distracts him. Just like a bunch of just like ice appears. <laughs> Not a cat,
3: but <laughs> sure. He seems weird. Um, also, <laughs> you are now the proud owner of the Orb of the Stein Rune. Hey,
5: welcome Whoa. to the club. Uh, we also
3: have some characters that have <laughs> I can f- an Orb hundred. What do we got? Uh, Someone's got the Opal of the Ild rune, I believe.
5: I think that's me. And I've got the Eyes rune. It's like the Ice rune.
3: Mm -hmm. So Mari now has the Stein rune.
5: Wanda Twins, activate! And we all put our runes in together.
3: And no, no, Dorian's going to get the
0: heart rune, and we're going to get to summon Captain Planet. Aww.
4: Captain Planet! Yeah she, yeah, she looks over at Jack and goes, I too now have an orb.
5: Nice. That's why Jack's, like, eyebrow perked up. He's like, orb?
4: Orb? <laughs> yeah, every time her hears water, she's like, sweet. And
5: <laughs> Jack's like,
3: orb, book!
5: It's like, I'm so thirsty. You're like, huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the person who has the orb of the stein rune attuned cannot be petrified. Ooh. Ooh! they can cast meld into stone as a bonus action <gasps> once per long rest which is what the giants use to melt into stone and travel around
4: uh-huh. it's,
3: you also have indomitable stand as an action you can channel the orb's magic to hold your ground for the next minute or until you move any distance, you have advantage on all checks and saving throws to resist effects that force you to move.
4: Mm. <laughs>
3: Jack, stop making me move. <laughs> Listen, I didn't, you could, you no, could no, no.
0: decide not to move anytime you wanted. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> In addition, any enemy that moves to a space within 10 feet of you must succeed on a DC 12 strength saving throw or be unable to move any farther this turn. So you basically become a wall.
4: Sweet, which is also great because a new spell I want to bring in is basically also create bunch of walls. (laughs) So Mari
3: the wall maker and wall herself.
5: Well, I will say meta. Is there an argument that that Doran would have benefit to this too? Very much so. Mm -hmm. We can safely assume we're at least going to get one more rune. So it's not like everyone won't have one. But indomitable stand action Orbs magic you hold your ground. Yeah, there's an
0: argument to swap out the ring of spell storing for this if Doran is at max three, and that. But I don't know if Mari's if Mari's got room for it. I, I think it's it's neat as a thing because it's kind of
1: off. Definitely neat. She also doesn't have much uh, in the sense of you're you're probably the on the weaker side of us as far as HP and AC. No. Mari? No, Mari's up there with you.
3: Mari's pretty
4: beefy for HP. I'm
1: like 93 right now. Yeah,
4: I'm at 93 right now. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah.
5: In my mind, this speaks very strongly to a uh, melee fighter. True. Well, the ring of spell storing could then go to Mari, which could get some cool-ass fucking spells anyway, too. Yeah. And not that I want to take a cool, shiny thing away from Mari ever, but I'm just trying to think of, like, moreover than anything... If Mari, you start wanting to play in ways that also make this beneficial, I think that would be smart as well too. Like that would be the trade-off. You know what I mean? It'd be like, it'd be fun to be like, cool. Well, then if you're like going to be melding and moving around and fucking, you're just like, oh, that's a cool opportunity. Then let's do it. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think it does work really well for a melee fighter with that stuff. I think also it's useful. The first thing I thought of is that I think I am the only person here who has a spell that can help someone who has been petrified. Yeah. This is there's so if your I argument get right there. Yeah, yeah. We're screwed. Then we have a problem. That's true. So well, if if That's I, such if, a strong if, argument. Yeah. <laughs> if point. I'd been petrified in that moment I would have been done. That's yeah. it. Yeah, the, Mari's the done. Oh, that's really All of you guys point. are done. Nope, that's for, that's it's the itself. that's the
0: pervasive argument. There's no there's no <laughs> well there's no stronger case than that. The, the question <laughs>
3: is, what utility does it truly possess, though? Because
5: well, I was gonna say there is one there is one counter thought. It's not an argument because whoever wants it can have it. But if Doran still had that ring of spell storing, and then he had petrify in that as a one and done, then him having that too could potentially. I don't know what the rules of the spell storing are. Is it
0: are. a fifth level spell or a fourth level spell?
5: But if he had Petrify on that ring and he had. Not it too, Petrify, but Anti Petrify. Right. Uh, Anti Petrify, Greater mm, yeah. Restoration. Stuff. Greater Restoration, yeah. Uh, but, f- but you know what? Fifth, You're right. absolutely right. That is yeah. a great, great point. It's a kind of a it's kind of a great insurance. But you know,
1: I look at this, I look at this and I see Indomitable Stan as an action you can channel the orbs. Why
5: well, just think because you just got thrown? <laughs> Resist
1: the effects that force you to move.
5: Anything that forces you to move. So basically you would, you could run up and just, uh, no matter what they do, if they try to pick you up and throw you, which has happened a lot with giants for you.
0: I mean, I think the cool piece about that is Doran, or whoever holds this gets to say, up here but no further. Like if you yeah, reach yes. it to Doran, you're not running past Doran to get to the weaklings behind him.
5: Which is exactly the benefit I'm thinking for maybe. Melee fighter because if if Mari has that, I could see them. Yeah, if they pick up you, nothing. But in terms of your benefit for not letting them move away from you, you almost always want to get away from people. Mm-hmm. You're never going to want to use that because you're going to be like, I want to make sure these people get away. Whereas Doran is constantly trying to get to people.
3: Yeah. You guys
4: can play dragon chess for it. I'm perfectly fine to give it up to Doran. The
0: only like mechanical thing is Mari, you're attuned to the Ion stone and, and the staff and that's
4: it and the staff of healing
5: but if if doran did take it then you would get probably
1: the ring of spell storing
4: the ring of spell storing i say story wise keep it for
1: now for now because there's like yeah for now (laughs) for (laughs) now because we might find another rune that speaks more to you and then you'd be like i can't use this one and you go to toss it in the trash and doran's like rifling through the trash
3: there may be more runes to be
4: found who knows I do, in the end, think this does make more sense for Dorn, mostly because of Indomitable Stand.
5: Well, the other argument, though, is to how, how often are we going to get petrified from here on out? Because that's just beat the, the true job. question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because at first I was like, oh, yeah, I'm with I'm with you. I'm with Rob. We're not going to petrified. But then I'm like, we beat them. I mean, they may come back, but probably not in a big way.
1: You keep it for now. Make a note of it. Come back to it instead of talking about it still.
4: Yeah. All attuned to it, but it'll just be like, yeah, like Mari looks at the stone and she she can feel the magic within it, but it's uh, it feels a little foreign in a way she can't really put her finger on. Hmm. She sort of slips oh. it back in her pack.
5: I can roll stone cutting on that
4: because <laughs> <laughs> it's also a piece yeah. of stone,
5: too, isn't yeah. it? It's granite,
4: yeah, it's it granite. Is. It's about funny. fist size. And she just sort of gives Doran a look. Yeah. And uh, looks back at the stone, but just sort of doesn't say anything just yet.
1: Doran kind of gives a side eye of a, a curiosity, like, and then he sees her tuck it into her pouch. And then he makes a mental note that Nursal has the orb of Stein Rune. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Nursal. I know, but I made a note. Nursal has it.
4: <laughs> That's a rare note. We only get the Jack. We get the Jack Rob, but this is the first Uh-oh. Mari Nursal we've gotten. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, oh, I think mm. Alex was... I did that on purpose. ...signaling yeah. no, you out meta. <laughs> he was
4: like, <laughs> that from you. Alex over here, boo. Like, come <laughs> get it.
1: Uh-huh. Do an Alex. Okay, so Mari has the orb of Howard Stern rune.
4: That's, That's
1: correct. <laughs>
5: anyway, shall we uh, camp? Is Lehman's tiny hut up? Ah, beautiful. I won't miss this thing.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's. I really love how nice and warm it is, right? Like we haven't even bothered to bring tents with us. It's so true. How reliable this thing is in the middle of winter that we're hiking around the mountains. I
5: always feel comfortable, long resting in it.
0: (laughs) Nothing can get in. But I will say,
5: I'm always a little nervous because you can see on the outside, it's never the most restful sleep for me. You know, I wake up probably every hour, open an eye just to take a look around because you know, it's it's still out in the wild. Can't trust anything. Yeah.
3: Mari's
4: been hiking for so long that she's just sort of like not saying anything but she's very aware of like the feeling of sleeping in the woods but just alone. (laughs) Yeah, me
1: too.
5: It's all these guys that make it dangerous.
1: Dorian comes back pulling a big log of a dry dead tree that he's felled. It's like ready for perfect, ready for burning. He kind of pulls it up and he looks on his face, he looks like he's a little bit more relieved than he was when he went off to find he took
3: a giant shit (laughs) yeah
1: yeah (laughs) and behind him is a steaming pile of shit in the forest (laughs) no he turns to jack as he approaches he's hearing the conversation he says you know i really do have to say thanks for uh you know always putting up this tent it's it's true it's it's very comfortable inside it's almost like it's got a fire going inside of it or something you know Beauty of magic things.
5: <sighs> yeah, my body is beat, but my mind is active as hell. Let's play some word games. I'm thinking of a word. Bear. Damn it! All right, I'm thinking of a different word that's not bear this time. Blue. Damn it! Take off that damn blue bear shirt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alistair Noggins pulls out this little leather-bound book and sits down on a rock nearby and just starts quietly scratching.
5: Look at him, Mari. Over there plotting our demise. You and I know what's up. You and I know not to trust him.
3: I can hear you. What?
2: Nothing. Shut up. <laughs> you invited him into the hut. I didn't invite him into the hut. I invited him to sleep with you because I thought it would be funny. Oh, God. <laughs> and it is, in my defense.
4: I mean, it's... It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's funny, haha.
5: <laughs> Doran and I um. found it funny, haha.
3: Look, Mari, I, I cleared a space right here of, of all the pine needles. It's just big enough for you and me.
4: Yeah, <laughs> freezes the whole ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just ice. Jack unfurls his portable hole and, and reaches down into it and sort of going through all of the books he's collected so far to try and find one to read for tonight. And folds it up without bringing a book out having read everything in his collection
1: oh, nothing new <laughs>
5: first world problems am I right
4: how do you get to sleep without a good book mm. I don't understand It's Maria reaches into her bag and she pulls out one it's like a very it's small it's very old but very worn through and it's a book on the plants and flora and fauna of like the area around where she's from that's been written By, like, various members of her family. She's like, do you want to read this? Yeah, absolutely. You're a huge nerd. (laughs) Uh. But it's just, it's just like this old... Like very delicate book. It's all handwritten. I absolutely do want
5: to. It looks so rare. Red walks over. He's got like mud on his fingers.
4: Don't you touch it.
3: <laughs> Don't let him touch sure it. Sure, Jack has cotton gloves for books. Yes, yeah. That's why. That's his why she's gloves. trusting Jack with
0: it. You know, he had book gloves, but Red's got hair all over them. So now they're kind of they're on time out for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> until he figures out. how to... Why are there so many bells sewed to them? Who did this? I, they didn't come that way. When what I... you're looking at, Jack? Oh. <laughs> that looks pretty cool.
5: No. I'm, like, eating something greasy right over your shoulder, looking at this big book. <laughs> Mari's, like, <laughs> clenching, just looking at the, across the fire. I, there,
0: there's a moment while you're looking over my shoulder that I might try to lean over and make eye contact. And just that, like, gleam in our eyes from the last puzzle box huh. connecting, being like, Ooh. How about a puzzle?
5: Oh. Oh, could we? We could. I mean, should we?
0: The only other thing is, you know, I, yeah. if there's any... I mean yesterday camp
5: that's I mean that's not that's nothing hey you guys are all cool with this right if we um take on to one of these uh puzzle boxes
1: <laughs> it's it's reminiscent of like a couple of people turning over and be like you guys, mind if we take some psychedelics and just like yeah. you know <laughs>
0: watch over us while we're while we're doing this? It's it's been a lo- it's been a long night, you know. Oh my god! You guys, cool oh. if we get fucked up? It's
3: not unlike that altogether. If I climb
5: a tree, tell me God doesn't exist anymore.
1: And in both situations, I could turn and say, "Well, just don't lose your minds, okay?"
0: Right? right. Yeah, of course. No, I think after the last time, I think we've got a really good handle. Totally, on
5: these. we wouldn't do it. We'd only do it together. You know, we know it takes two minds and all that. <laughs> uh, Imagine Jack kind of, like, goes for the bag of holding and Red's kind of like, Oh, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, I got it. And he, like, pulls the bag away a little bit and he reaches in <laughs> and then fishes around a little bit and you hears some, like, crinkling and some chickens and he pulls out <laughs> the, the box.
3: Crinkling and like, some chickens. That's the...
5: <laughs> you know how it is. And he tosses the bag aside and he holds the box out to Jack.
3: So you guys found four in Zosin.
5: Yeah, but a lot of them were dismantled.
0: I thought we found four and then we found parts for more. That's oh, right. sorry. Yeah.
5: I found out this one. I call it Ruby because it's a little bit more red than the others.
0: Do you think that's a clue? Like, we can't throw that out as if it's not going to be a part of the puzzle. These things are fiendish. I don't know.
5: This is why we need to work together. Red's talking as if the other two care, but they're, like, doing their own (laughs) shit. He's, like, addressing them. He's like, see, I'm the wisdom, and Jack's the intellect, and together we... uh, I don't care.
4: Mari's watching, and she's just sort of very carefully, like, making a slight note in this book of, like, some plant that she found, but she's watching these two just...
3: The book's called Ways My Friends Die.
4: I was going to say, the day they <laughs> Oh die, no, she has The worst thing is that there's already the notes. In it. Yeah. You've got, like, there's a oh, bunch of Too entries Too many in entries. There. That's the- yeah. Oh, my live journal's so sad.
5: <laughs> Names we don't even know yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you guys, you're holding this, this puzzle box, just like the one that you pulled out of the hamperot house. It's cube shaped, six inches on each side. It's composed of airtight interlocking parts made from materials that you are now coming to recognize as coming from the nine hells. Infernal iron, demon's bone, and uh, you've done this before.
5: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Red reaches back into the bag of holding and you hear a squeak. He pulls up Stevie. (laughs) He's like, Stevie? He like holds him close. A-okay? okay
3: Stevie sniffs close to your nose and his little whiskers wiggle up and down. Then he just starts looking for food around the kitchen. All right, go
5: get some fish from Uncle Dawn. And he like throws the rat on the (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: ground.
4: Oh, a snack, thank you. When you guys
0: imagine the solution to this kind of puzzle box, are you like it's are you imagining it is purely physical things we're doing to this thing? Or is it like we're uncovering clues as we open compartments that are, you know, telling us, Oh, you needed a third outside thing to go open this next part, or like what how do you envision that? For
5: me, I'm envisioning the Hellraiser box because that's because I'm dumb and that's all
0: I can picture. I don't
1: know the Hellraiser box. I can't oh, remember I how either. it goes. So that's hmm. I mean, I know what it looks like, but I can't remember the movie really. I, I just picture there's like different different things happening and one thing that popped in my head was you know you you turn over one flap on maybe one of the edges and there's like a flap of metal and you tip it over and all of a sudden it starts ticking and there's like a mechanical countdown going and you don't know what's going to happen and all of a sudden like a red line shows up and it's so, sort of a dial. It's, I know this is what's going through my mind. It might it's be It's
3: very dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like tick 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 tick
3: Kind of like The puzzle box
1: on
5: fucking Glass Onion. Have you seen that? Where like elements happen. Oh,
3: Kind of like that. But then
1: at the end of the countdown a little drawer opens up and you're like oh thank god. It's not the countdown you were thinking it was? or <laughs> Yeah, Doran lies back and watches you two do this puzzle box while he uh, rolls a, a cigarette and sits back and maybe writes in his journal. Nice. Let's do this. Yeah.
4: Mari shifts a little bit closer because she wants to watch this, but also is like a little nervous.
3: I want you to roll an investigation check, one of you. Cool. Uh, and you can roll it with advantage because one of you is helping me.
0: Cool what what's your what's your investigation? My
5: investigation is only plus
0: three. twenty seven.
3: You fail. <gasps> yeah There's a part of the puzzle where a sharp needle protrudes and then pops back in. And then the box, there are parts of it that were lighting up and and opening, shut back down. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: Oh. At least this one didn't wreck my my brain like the last one did. Although, I do have a bit of a headache. Yeah, well, oh.
3: I mean... Uh, I mean, you look around and, like, the sky is dark now. You've uh, spent, like, an hour and a half with this That box. wore
5: me out, Jack. I don't know if I can try again, bud.
3: No, don't do it. We'll we'll do it another night somewhere maybe a little less...
0: Uh, with fewer distractions, like, in the middle of nature. <laughs> you look fine. Aren't you worn out? You took everything from me. Uh, I mean, it was... No, I... I Hyper focusing on a puzzle in the woods—that that's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> is,
4: yeah, you are aware of who you're talking to, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not even breaking right. a sweat. I don't even know if he does sweat. Probably.
5: <sighs> and Red takes it back, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'll put it away." And he puts it back in the bag of holding, and he like slumps down on his roll next to it, and like flips over with his back to his bag, and he's like, I... Think that's probably it for me, Stevie. Cuddles. Stevie like runs up, and zips between my arm, and immediately the rat is asleep. And I'm like, I'll stay up for a little bit and hear you guys talking. If you,
4: Mari goes over and sits down beside Jack. Sorry,
0: yeah. Red's pretty protective of those things. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I don't think I'd want to touch it anyways. It's not. It's not good magic. No,
0: I mean you're not. You're not wrong. Part of what's like. I, we haven't even made really sense of what's in the first one. You know, yeah. You know those, the coin we found in the sewer with the duck on it? We found one of those inside the last puzzle box. That's bizarre. In the hamperat house. Right? We're still trying to figure out what they all... It's
1: a goose.
4: Yeah. It was a goose,
1: wasn't it?
0: Yeah, you're right. A goose. Yeah,
4: <laughs> duck coin. Duck coin. Well, it's quack, 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 important quack, quack. to discern
1: between the two. I mean, <laughs> a duck is much smaller.
0: I no. I, I one of them's much angrier. You're 100, percent <laughs> especially in this kind of riddle. Precise language is the most important, Dorian, and I really appreciate you holding me to it. <laughs> well, Jack,
1: you know I'm not always the best for remembering things, but when I remember them, I have, I'm going to have to say something. You know.
4: <laughs> he like moves his arm, and you can see the tattoo of the names as a reminder. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you roll the dice twice and you... Say, Mario, when was the last time you, uh, you went home?
4: I, I left about, I guess about a year ago. Oh. And that's... I'd never really gone much further from my home uh, up until now. And yeah, I left about a year ago and I haven't been back. And it feels weird. It feels weird. I I miss, I miss my, I miss my parents and I miss my sisters. So it's been, this is the longest I've ever gone without seeing them. And,
1: and, and where, where are you, where are you from again? Simbar? You know, I'm, I, I, I really do feel, uh, bad that I actually had to ask that. Listen, I, I'm not the most educated dwarf.
4: It's, uh, yeah, Simbar's, it's on the, uh, it's on the Sea of Fallen Stars. Oh. You ever been out there?
1: Uh, you know, I, I may, maybe I have, and I just don't remember. I, war took me a lot of places. But, you know, I've been, a, I've been away a long time, and I've been a lot of places, man. But maybe I've never really known where exactly uh, those places were. In fact, and he holds up his little notebook diary thing that he's been drawing maps in ever since he met Jack. I wish I'd start doing this earlier. And he kind of looks over and nods at Jack, and he says, I might have remembered a lot more places where I was, instead of just rambling around.
3: A little voice pipes out of Mari's bedroll. Alistair listening to you guys talk, and he's like, and I'm sure that war changes the face of the countryside, doesn't it, Doran?
1: (laughs) You're a creepy little guy, you know? (laughs) You really just popped out of nowhere there.
4: Get out of my bedroll. That's mine.
1: (laughs) Stay in there. I'm paying you to do this. Oh my god. (laughs) You know, while we're talking about it, I mean, you you, you don't really know much about us, and but Red hasn't been home for a long time And he's His home is across the sea Yeah Which
5: sea? Ah, the Sea of Swords uh, I come from Mazdika I, uh I uh, don't really want to go home Or think about it, really
1: Oh Yeah
5: I hear you. <laughs> but it's a great
4: place With really tall trees Zoe, <laughs> so, does everyone here have, like Family problems aside from me?
5: No problems. No, not really. No, no.
4: I mean
0: uh, my mom's nice. I'm good. She's fine.
4: <laughs> no one asked you. Um, <laughs> that's that, that's nice. Alistair. Alistair. That's good. I'm I'm still I don't I don't like that you're in my you're in my sleeping bag, but fine. She goes and shoves Red over. <laughs> that's it. I'm sharing, sharing the role with you, Red. Move over. Alright.
5: Mine's big. And hairy <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I meant the bedroll <laughs> Yeah <laughs> oh, no. Sure my bedroll's big enough It's just a bunch of blankets anyway Come on everyone let's go to bed I'm tired
0: Two hours later Jack puts down the book of like Mari's family lovely stuff And is staring up at the stars Through Liam his tiny hut And looks over towards Red's direction And without moving a muscle The bag of holding pops open and things start coming out of it as I'm reaching around with like a psychic hand trying to find the the puzzle box again. Mm.
3: There's quite a bit of stuff in there, Jack.
0: And the ch- keeping the chicken quiet is the hardest part. <laughs>
3: it would be were it not dead already oh that helps <laughs> the chicken that you pull out is dead
0: it's just a noise box
5: that red keeps in there to <laughs> freak everybody out <laughs> it's like an alarm
3: ah. actually one of the first things that your hand pulls out is a greasy roast chicken that's wrapped in a mm. piece of parchment that you don't recognize
1: Doran shifts around his nose is <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's got to go back into this space before Doran wakes up here smelling something that is akin to food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He's
3: like...
0: I'm not uh... going to claim it's actually food at this point. But, but
3: this greasy parchment catches your eye there's writing on it.
0: Uh, What's it say?
3: This, this greasy parchment floats over magically towards where you are sitting. And it says the following. Through some smears of grease, you are able to decipher... Dear Robin, Thank you so much for... I so appreciate your... I feel like I've... The same sorts of people for... That an... In the truest sense of the word, Has really helped... Been struggling with. I suppose... All of this is... Don't really know what to do. I'm torn. My heart. I don't even know. I hope it's okay to... I'm sorry. Awkward position with Jack. Torin.
0: Huh. Uh, I need like a magic fix book spell. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Remove greasy chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Remove chicken grease. You know, what, like the,
0: the worst part is like there's an argument that Red would know if it was missing.
5: Yeah, that's true.
4: Because it's his. I mean, but it's also wrapped around my chicken.
5: It's like a half eaten chicken. Well, this is my thing. It's like a bite. I was using it as like fish, like newspaper. I'm trying to imagine
4: Jack just like carefully tearing a page out of Mari's book and wrapping it around the chicken. (laughs) Oh, no. No. That would make that would desecrate a book. I know. Mari would definitely notice and then she would beat your ass. (laughs) I
0: think Jack unwraps the chicken and, and throws its greasy. Carcass back into the bag, keeping the wrapper that has words from Torin on it, and um, I don't think this is a conversation Jack wants to have with Red in the middle of this moment, so I think he's gonna try mm. and wrap that up. But it's not gonna stop him from then pouring the rest of the bag out to find the <laughs> the puzzle box. Yeah, solve this thing on his own. Damn it! Not pouring because there's so much liquid in it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> literally I, pouring
4: up because all these <laughs> broken glass
0: waiting through the by the time all the silverware hits the ground and the But and there's the like soup in the bottom smash.
3: of it too like <laughs> loose oh soup. as you find the infernal puzzle box that you and red had been laboring over earlier in the evening snow starts to fall
0: yeah at a at a loss for words kind of stewing over what the hell the rest of these sentences could be Uh, Jack's going to just keep fiddling with that puzzle box until he can try and get it open or falls asleep with it in his his hand. You know, trying to not fill in the worst version of all of those words. Like, I'm sorry to put you in an awkward position with Jack. Definitely not okay. I'm torn blank, my heart. I don't know.
3: I feel like we see Jack almost speed up like the film is being fast forwarded slightly as you are laboring over this puzzle box and snow Mm. falling begins to accumulate on the top of Lehman's tiny hut like an inverse snow globe almost. Mm. The world outside of you is spinning and being shaken up and inside over the coals of this fire it's just you and this indecipherable mechanism. And once more, the needle pops out of this box.
0: I'm certain if there's one thing Infernal Iron and stuff wants, it's a little bit of blood. And sure, why the hell not? Let's see if that works. Jack would probably prick his own finger, but some, you know, one of the least useful fingers to...
3: Make an investigation check for me. Without Red's help, you are just doing this straight up and down.
0: Natural 20.
4: Oh! No
3: word of a lie. Oh! Holy Jack
4: shit pay my yeah.
0: what? Oh fuck. That was had advantage on.
3: Oh no! No. <laughs>
0: it's thirteen.
3: Wait, thirteen? So
0: yeah, the, sorry, oh. that I rolled the two dice. The first one was was a thirteen total, the second one was a twenty-nine total.
1: Oh no.
3: <laughs> Your blood seeps down into the needle through a small channel into the box and it almost greedily sucks it into this sandy, porous material that dissolves away and a small opening is revealed. As you continue to solve this puzzle box, working faster and faster as your deft mind puts the pieces where they're supposed to be, it's all making sense to you now. Anyone looking at you from the outside would be seeing what kind of expression on your face.
0: Very much like just that flow state in the middle of something. This is now the most important thing in Jack's life for the moment. And he's not for once thinking about any other thing. He just gets to like focus on one thought and he's loving it.
3: The final piece falls into place and as the puzzle box opens Mm Jack, you are hit with such a force that you are flown off of your feet. Ah! You blow through the wall of Lehman's tiny hut and you hit a tree behind you with a resounding crash.
0: And in the moment, all of the snow collapses on top of everyone else who's been sleeping there in a lovely blanket of icy cold. <laughs> uh, what the hell?
1: God, God funny, Red. Did I didn't do it? anything this time. Doing. I told you not to throw snow on us. I'm Alistair,
4: sleeping. did I pay you to do Here something again? I forget. What the
1: hell happened to the hut?
4: Oh, but Where's Jack? Jack?
1: What the hell's going on?
4: Jack! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Marie. Shut up, Alistair. <laughs>
2: oh, Alistair. I'm glad you... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Mari... Should have <laughs> dropped you off
1: earlier. Be a total
4: heel. <laughs> I don't know why Mari doesn't it, like him so much.
2: Shut <laughs> the hell up, <laughs> Alistair. This is serious.
4: Yeah, and Mari, Mari stands up, just sh- snow sheeting off her and whips around because the tent's gone, which means the magic's gone, and looks for Jack.
5: Are we under attack? I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe.
3: There's smoke coming from a direction. Mari grabs... Red I got my bow, let's go Yanks
4: him up And sort of starts running over towards that She's just sort of running through spells in her head Trying to figure out what what to do Come on, Doran
1: He's got his axe in his hand He's like Yeah Oh, it's Jack And then Doran's like giving you a hand up Ow Jack? Uh, what, the hell, what the hell happened? Doran? Yeah, what? What happened? I got thrown into
4: a tree Yeah, but
0: how, you knucklehead?
1: It was a an, an ox? It was a it was a barbarian, a giant, an ox barbarian. Doran's like got his axe in hand. He's like looking in every different direction.
3: It's yeah. so hard to see. Like, despite your dark vision, the wind is just whipping around you. Now there are these clouds of snow just blowing past you in every direction. Talk
2: to us, Jack.
0: It was no. It was it wasn't anybody. It wasn't it wasn't anything. We're not under attack. It, it was it was just a, a curious wizard. I say, and I like try to hand you back the box and go to mage hand it and it falls in the snow between us somewhere what
5: you idiot red comes down and scoops it up and like holds it with just his pointer and thumb and he's like like as if it's like hot almost
3: it is how jack on your hands where you had been holding this puzzle box there are two burns in your palms
0: I'm just standing there, hands open, trying to let them collect some snow and cool off a little bit, maybe. We
5: were supposed to do it together. Duh. Oh, man.
0: I couldn't sleep. You could have broken your brain. Yeah, I, I, I might have.
4: Fuck, I I don't know. Uh, Red, go, go and put it away, covered in snow. Do, you know, break it, do something.
5: I'm on it. And Red like scoops it into the bag of a holding like like uses the bag of holding the <laughs> soup stuff.
4: is
3: Just, sizzling as it yeah. gets yeah. <laughs> as you pick up the puzzle box red you realize Jack opened it
2: you opened it
3: how the hell did you
2: well damn
5: and I guess like holding the bag I like dump it upside down to where whatever was in it falls out
3: there are some small pieces of what look like maybe ash that float out some husks of a strange seed maybe spell components it's hard to tell they fly away on the breeze almost as soon as they leave the box
1: oh a booby trap is meant to explode as soon as they got it open uh. luckily you didn't get killed
4: yeah, Jack, you're lucky you didn't get killed. And Mari sort of takes his hands and looks at the 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 wounds and starts sort of trying to think through various like topical treatments or whatever for burns. There's
0: there's definitely that instinct of like Jack trying to run his hand through his hair only to realize like it's singed off in some places and kinda patchy. Looks rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not having a good day.
4: Mhm. This is this is a weird burn. I'm not really sure what to do with this, and she's just kind of casting these sort of light little bits of magic to at least cool it.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean we're in the, we're in the middle of a blizzard. Let me, we got to get the hut back up or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
5: I Interrupted my beauty sleep and I need it.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Don't. I. I'll. I'll go do that now. Um. Let just get a minute to focus on something else.
1: Yeah. During. I think as as. You're kind of getting up. Dorn's focusing on on helping you up and brushing, dusting you off a bit. Mari, what's going on with him? He doesn't look right.
4: I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. That puzzle box is some sort of foul magic. Something wrong. That
5: thing is cursed. I'm telling you, it's from the depths of hell. Mari, he shouldn't be playing with that alone, but... Well, I'm more jealous that he got to it before I did, frankly. Don't tell him that, though.
4: Does he normally do that?
2: What? Wait. Does he? Yeah. Wait, did he go into my bag? You put it in your bag. Right, right. Um. I better
5: check. And Red like skips back towards where the tent was. And I, I feel like he goes through the bag of holding and he kind of just roots through it for a second.
0: Jack's doing his best to ignore everything but the circle he's stomping around the camp. Mm-hmm. And it's just like walking back and forth and writing things in the snow and... Like it's fifteen twenty minutes later. It's never taken this long for Lehman's tiny hut.
3: Snow's starting to fill in on the inscriptions that you had been carving in the, the fallen snow. Like it's kind of filling up, taking too long. Yeah, Mari comes over. What's wrong?
0: I don't. I don't think I got it. Um, like I can remember how to do it. Like exactly. I, I know exactly how I did it this afternoon. Like every step. But I don't think I'm gonna get the hut up.
4: Okay.
5: Red, like, looking through the bag of holding, realizes that his parchment-wrapped chicken is gone, and he feels around for, like, a stack of other envelopes and sees that they're still there. And he stands back up and sort of looks at Jack guilty, even though Jack is, like, talking to Mari. Like, Jack doesn't see
0: him. He's just kind of like, oh. No hut?
4: I don't think we're getting the hut tonight. No. I don't think.
2: What? Why? Uh, I, I, I I don't have it. What does he mean? What, what How? how do you not have it? You just you do it, don't you? Isn't that how magic works? Uh
0: I can remember doing it, but I I can't get it it's it's not going to happen.
5: Uh, I guess I still have my tent in here and I reach into the bag of holding and I pull out like my old canvas tent that haven't hasn't been used in like 2 months.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
5: And I pull out the tent and I roll it down and I start putting it together and I,
2: don't go hammer down those pegs. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Doran is already stoking the fire, kind of getting us a little bit of light, as well as some heat. The, the adrenaline was going, so now that we're coming down, he's starting to feel the cold creep in.
5: Yeah, and Red's got the three tents set up now. Yeah, thanks, Red. Like Doran and I used to share this one. Uh, that used to be Kraloth, so you can have it. And that was yours, Jack.
0: Yeah. Um, thank you for, for setting it up. I And Jack starts picking up his, his bag and his pack and, and digging stuff out from under the snow, and he Walks over to, to Mari and hands her back her book. Sorry, it got a little bit of snow on it. I didn't I didn't mean for that to happen.
4: That's fine. That's fine. Are you sure you're okay?
0: Uh, maybe I just need to go to bed. Hmm. Uh, and he walks over to Red and uh, hands him back the greasy paper and says, This might have fallen out of your pack. Oh,
5: oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Red, like, kind of glances at it sees that it's pretty grease-stained, but that some important information's on it, and he just shoves it back in. Uh,
0: And then climbs in his tent.
5: Yeah, and he, like, spins on his heels and climbs in his tent.
3: Alistair goes in the tent with Mari.
5: You see an outside shot where it's like,
4: Get out! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you don't.
3: (laughs) The sun rises on this pathetic little campsite. It is covered in about eight inches of snow. The fire has died, and there's just a black smudge where it used to be. And you have all leveled up. Yay!
0: Yay! Such triumphant circumstances to level up in too. Right?
1: level
3: 10 guys congratulations I come
1: out of the hut a different man excellent job
3: guys Alistair leveled up too Alistair shut (laughs) up
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Adam Fry Amanda Kitchener Amy Garza and Athologoth, Cecil Lee Wilson, Cherry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, D.S., Dippity, Elizabeth H., Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley again, Harper the Marks, Indrid Hartley, Jekyll, J.D., Joy Robinson, Jory, K.R., K.M., Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J., Lizzie Demon, Lorelei Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Wren, Ruthann Reed, Scotty, S-Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, Zephyrus, and Zach House. Woo.
0: I'm certain if there's one thing Infernal Iron and stuff wants, it's a little bit of blood and sure why the hell not let's see if that works
1: so you throw it at red
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm more powerful than ever
1: <laughs> I, could, I could see Jack like holding it cube? over his hand and then being like eh, and he pokes Doran in the butt and oh. gets some blood you know, like. <laughs>
4: uh, just, just wipes murder. it off on Doran's beard. Yeah. beautiful delicate oh skin <laughs> just
3: <laughs> kill red
0: Doran did you see that bug it was a winter wasp
3: <laughs> Must have been in the, right in the hunt when butt. I cast him. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ow! Somebody bit me. Man, those things are really <sighs> get you. <laughs>